a uh, special boot camp at 5 p.m. for the nurses and barbecue axe throwing bonfire tonight. Please come down to my house. You're all welcome. My house is your house. Nothing but positive energy. I'm all about just being who you are, being bold regardless of the crowd, coming into yourself. You know, that's one big thing that's a problem in society. Even before COVID, we live in this false reality, fake relationships, these filters on Instagram and all this, pretending to be someone we aren't so people can like a version of us that we aren't. Be yourself. Be weird. Get a society. They will help you correct yourself and be better, but be yourself. Be weird and stand up for something for our kids and their kids. It's really important, and I, I was honored to be here. And definitely, anything I can help to support any of you, please, please share with me, and I will do so. I'm here at your disposal. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Oh! All right. So we're here at the, the rally with the community. I think it's important to know that so you lose what you don't use. That, has, that goes with our physical health. Um, our mindset, our mind, and that goes with our civil liberties. And if we're not using them, we are going to lose them forever. So we need to start using them while we still have them. Um, so I'd like to welcome up first, our first speaker is, is Trish. She connected with us for a while. Um, she is another fellow nurse. She was going to have us read um, her little um, speech that she, she wrote. It's just a um, little quick thing about the, the college that speaks so much truth, but she decided to stand up publicly instead and read it herself. So please welcome Trish up here. Yeah, taking a big stance. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, and thank you Canadian frontline nurses for making Winnipeg a stop on your journey. We really appreciate what you stand for. I just wrote a little blurb on colleges specifically. So I'll start. Uh, the medical nursing colleges and unions are supposed to be managing how professionals live up to their sworn oaths of do no harm. It is the role of the college to protect the public from nurses and doctors who may do possible harm. They are tasked to provide the safe and reasonable practice of nursing. And if they see government doing horrific things to the public, that that are negligent or harmful. We call the college out right now to accept accountability for any harm done to the public. Colleges have become enforcers of government. They're doing exactly what they ought not to be doing. By suppressing information, they're contributing to the absence of informed consent. The colleges obstruct pro protesters, truthsayers, and whistleblowers about the seriousness of the lockdowns and experimental drugs, all of which have dire consequences, including death. The colleges and government have forced nurses and doctors to put fear ahead of ethics. It is the colleges that are forcing the professionals to make despicable choices. It is the colleges that must be held responsible. It is disturbing the colleges have suffered the mission creep of the woke. Their silence is criminal. They must allow, without penalty, professionals to speak freely and challenge public health's baseless regulations. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm so proud of you for sharing it and speaking your, your words, your truth. And it's awesome. 
So it's very frightening the first time to speak out. I can definitely tell you that, that when we set out um, as nurses in our career, this is not exactly where we pictured ourselves to be. <laughs> Nor did we picture ourselves to be public speakers or organizing events like this, but it started with one moment that led to another moment that continued to continue that ripple effect that has brought us all here together today. Um, so we wanted to take a stance in front of the college. Um, the three of us um, are under investigation currently by our College of Ontario. Um, the College of Ontario has made a very public Hi. stance oh, that sorry, nurses that in Ontario are not allowed to speak on okay. masks, social distancing, anti-vaccination, or anything to do with the public health measures. So we've been completely silenced and we do have a class action lawsuit against them. And we're hey guys. Spontaneously. And so we want to stand here because of this. We take action when the standards are not met. Excuse me, what action are you taking? Because I see a lot of standards not being met. When you have to create the hand of God, which I don't know if you guys saw that picture going around, two latex gloves filled with warm water tied together to go around someone's hand as they're dying, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with our healthcare system if that is considered human touch. <laughs> so I'll pass it on to, um, yeah, do you want to go next? Yeah, I don't know. Right beside me. I just figured. <laughs> so Sarah was um, the first nurse I saw publicly speak out So um, in Toronto, and I was like, yes, another nurse is speaking out. I immediately had to contact her and uh, join forces, and I think it's in probably our speeches somewhere along the way. You'll get to learn a, bit of, a little bit more about that, but I'll hand it over to Sarah for, for her intro. Thank you so much, Kristen. Hello, Freedom Fighters! Thank you so much for being here. For those of you who don't know us, we are the Canadian Frontline Nurses, and we are proud advocates for medical freedom. Yeah. Our mission is to unite as many nurses as possible, educate the public, and bring the ethics back into healthcare. Yes, we envision a future with a bigger focus on preventative care, natural healing, and treating the person as a whole. We are here to hold the lamp so that others can see our light and be empowered to stand for the same. We are nurses doing what is right and standing up for the truth. Ow. My name is Sarah Shijunian. I've been a nurse since 2004. Today, I want to share my nursing story with you in hopes of awakening and inspiring the sleeping lions to stand in their power and do the same. This specific speech is primarily aimed at nurses, but also applies to all guardians of humanity, teachers, police officers, pastors, parents, amongst many more. Before I got into nursing, I was literally drinking my life away, struggling with the ghosts of my past. I was appalled and deeply disturbed by the state of our world and had no clue on how I could ever fit in. When I entered nursing school, something changed. It brought light to my darkness. It brought excitement back into my life. I was passionate about caring for the sick and most importantly, it added value to my life when I felt I had none. It came so naturally to me. I felt empowered and alive while nursing. I knew immediately that this is what I was born to do. I worked in a nursing home for the greater part of my career. I loved my job. It brought me hundreds of grandparents who shared their wisdom with me and gave me love 
I cherish greatly. I've cried many tears. Thank you. Yeah, no, you have my paper. <laughs> oh no. Where am I? So um, we have the first rain we've uh, had in, uh, I don't know, like 90 days, so some insane amount of dry, dry, dry weather. Got global news. It keeps trying to get me in the shot, so I'm going to stand right behind this camera. It's funny when I show up at these things and uh, then my family calls me out. So uh, it's an interesting thing. She just gonna stand right behind him. He's really looking at me. So let's get him on camera. He can do that to me. So, to global news, they're not on our, not on our side. Not here to make us look good. When the news came out, I thought it was a joke and that no one would buy it. I thought everyone at work would feel the same. I was dead wrong. At first, I was very vocal about my views, but I quickly realized that this may backfire in a really bad way. The union, for which I held the position of chief steward, made it very clear that they didn't have our back. I was asked if I cared for the lives of my resident when I questioned our rights and the testing. reporting Hang every little disobedience <laughs> to the management and public health. I've been silenced many times in my life, and one of the things I learned through my healing journey is that finding your voice along with standing in your truth is the only way out of the darkness. Yes. Oh. When the second lockdowns hit, I just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, great. Rage fueled my body. I was a ticking time bomb. I could no longer hold back. I started speaking up, first online, and a few weeks later, I found myself founding Nurses Against Lockdowns and speaking at my first protest. Actually, we call them freedom celebrations. <laughs> I finally felt free again. It was absolutely liberating. <laughs> and then, immediately after that, everything I had feared would happen pretty much did happen. I was fired within the same week from my first job and lost my second one not too long after. My license is under investigation. We were defamed on national news in Canada and the US being called domestic terrorists by some and even had the RCMP knock at our doors. The only um, the online mob that followed the media attacks were brutal. There were definitely moments where I was scared for my life but I pulled through much quicker than I thought, actually. And then something phenomenal and unexpected happened. Only a few days after being ostracized, I was flooded with a huge wave of love by supporters from all around the world. And it hasn't stopped coming since. <laughs> Countless opportunities arose from standing up for what is right. I've connected with some of the most beautiful souls to walk on this planet. 
I got to finally write a chapter in a book. I get to travel through Canada for the first time. And best of all, we founded Canadian Frontline Nurses and are now building our own healthcare framework, which will be the pe by the people, for the people. It's literally what I always dreamed of. I guess I had to take a huge risk, a leap of faith to get it. I believe that's what awaits all of us who do what's right and align our values with our actions. You must all trust and believe in this process. In nursing school, one of the first and foremost important things we learn about is the code of ethics. We were taught that when the industry turns against the people, that it's our duty to agitate and advocate for what is best for our communities. I'm proud to say that I stood by my pledge to do no harm. Thank you. And if that means that I'm no longer included in the industry, so be it. I'm now a free nurse, no longer a captive agent. And that gives me the freedom and opportunity to be unapologetically the people's nurse. Yeah. Yes. I want to tell people who think that I'm no longer a nurse that nothing is further from the truth. I feel like more of a nurse today than I've ever felt before. Nursing doesn't come from a piece of paper. It's a calling. It comes from the heart. The, the College of Nurses can never take that away from me. And the same applies to you. I know most of you nurses are like me. You chose your profession due to love of humanity. I understand that this is very difficult for you, but we are running out of time. Every minute that passes, an elderly person dies alone, a child overdoses, and a business owner commits suicide. We are witnessing crimes against humanity in every aspect of our society. Please armor up with courage and join our movement. United, we can create a much better and highly more effective healthcare framework. Yes. Now we know that we are what we are doing is not for the faint of heart. We are calling for the bravest of all nurses to please step forward and stand with us. You already know who you are. Don't wait for a sign from the outside. Look within and listen to your intuition. You are the one. We, the people, are counting on you. Revolutions are never easy and require sacrifice, but losing our jobs and material things is nothing compared to losing our rights and freedom for the upcoming generations. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my kids are my life. Without them, I probably wouldn't still be here. So I'm literally willing to die for this, for their future. I'm all in. And if you're a parent, you should be too. Yes. The time has come for each and every one of us to stand in our power. You are the hero of your story. You decide what's going to happen to you. Please do not let fear and hate take over our humanity. Spread love and don't stay silent in the face of oppression. The world needs for you to be awake and stand up for what is right. 
It starts with you. Together, we will overcome and we will rise through the ashes of the matrix. Who's with me? Thank you so much. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah and I got defamed nationally when we went to DC to speak on stage with four other nurses from um, the States. And upon our return, that's when we uh, were called uh, domestic terrorists and both had the RCMP show up at our house. So it's been a crazy adventure since. <laughs> they didn't have their horses. <laughs> they didn't have their horses. <laughs> one of, the, one of um, the nurses to me that stood out, um, and Sarah was the first um, nurse that I saw take a public stance speaking. But the first nurse I saw in the media was uh, Crystal Pitter, a nurse practitioner. And I remember I was been, I've been speaking out about this from the beginning. I saw through it right from the start. Um, but I was uh, a social media keyboard warrior. And, uh, you know, people were commenting and they shared Crystal's article. And they said, you better be careful or you're going to end up like this nurse. And I said, if only I could be so honored to have the same integrity as this nurse did to stand up and continue to speak truth. She was, she was a little bit quiet, a little bit longer, because um, she was doing what, you know, we're told is good citizens abiding by the law and the rules, that if she stayed quiet, she would be able to keep her job. It was drawn out for seven months, and then she was terminated. But as soon as that happened, she's been a force to reckon with, and she's been right with us. She's been with us all along, but she's now with us publicly. Yay! Yay. Awesome! Woo! We are all a big, big family and uh, family for life. And now all of you are part of our family as well. And so, hello, Winnipeg. Hello. Oh. We are so very happy to be here. And I can't express how amazing it is to look out and see all of your smiling, um, happy faces. So thank you for all of your love, support, and encouragement. My name is Crystal Pitter. And I'm a nurse practitioner who is very honored and privileged to be a member of the Canadian Frontline Nurses, Canada Health Alliance, and Vaccine Choice Canada. I have practiced nursing for 24 years in various areas, including infectious disease. When harmful measures lacking medical and scientific evidence were implemented, I embraced the role of whistleblower by boldly and courageously speaking truth on social media to protect the health and safety of humanity despite the risk of opposition and retribution. I cannot and will not remain silent when I know that the measures imposed are not supported by evidence and cause more harm to society. My moral and ethical code demands that I speak truth and advocate for the public. No opposition could ever prevent me from doing the right thing. Media outlets published defamatory articles in relation to my Facebook posts last summer. I was falsely portrayed as a terrible and selfish person, a danger to society, a conspiracy theorist, and many demanded that my license to practice nursing be revoked. The media mentioned nurse serial killer Elizabeth Wetlaufer in one of the articles. I was fired from my job, as Kristen said, and my license is being threatened. As we all know, there is no evidence whatsoever to validate mask wearing, social distancing, PCR testing, lockdowns, and school, church, and small business closures. I have sincere and abundant compassion for everyone that has been negatively affected. 
whether that be the loss of life, income, business, or suffering resulted from, resulting from being denied necessary health care. Every loss is tragic. However, it's very important to understand that this is not the unusually deadly situation we were led to believe it was. The survival rate is 99.7%. We have the government data on COVID deaths. I know that most in attendance today are familiar with the accurate statistics. For those that aren't, I encourage you to review the Canada Health Alliance website at canadahealthalliance.org. There is an abundance of reliable research under the library tab and evidence-based videos that can be viewed there. It's important to know the facts. Knowledge is power. Awesome. We know that the collateral damage from COVID measures are causing more harm and destruction than the virus. It's coming off to the side. I don't think I'm going to stay on too much longer. But it's inspiring. Glad to see all these nurses. It's a brave move, right? You're not just risking your job and your reputation and your family and your friends. You are uh, risking being an enemy of the state. And uh, this is something that most people are not willing to do. It takes a king hero. So I totally appreciate you guys jumping on again. I didn't know I was going to come on. That's why I didn't promise it. Hello, Stan Wakefield. Nice to see you. Scary Kate, Singeman, NH Guy, Hootube, Jacqueline Carroll. That's awesome. If you can't make it down, then uh, please share this. Hello, Scotty. Nice to see you. People who stand for the truth and goodness and eventually be sought out to have their lives destroyed except by God's grace and protection. Yeah, amen to that. Thanks a lot for showing up, you guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, carry on. Do your good work in the world, whatever that is. <laughs> Such a stupid situation here. Good construction. We got a, a hedge that hides the little bit of action that is happening here. Oh, hello, uh, Pacific Northwest Bear, Kazemi Sora, Eternal Dreamer, Mojo Shop. So great. You could come out again. That's awesome. And there was, if you didn't catch it, I did post. Kristen Nagel live. She gave a great talk. Her and I had a, a really awesome conversation. Thoroughly enjoyed that energy. They're very uh, beautiful, sincere, hardworking women. And uh, so, you know, speaking the truth, it's it's not for the lighthearted, but they are really good examples. And uh, thank you for being here. I totally appreciate that. Plant some seeds, food seeds, weed seeds, truth seeds. Yes, you got to carry all those seeds we're just the planters we're not really here to wake anybody up we're here to wake ourselves up to raise energy to get inspired whatever it takes right to to keep going and not get lost in grief and despair for all of the stuff that's going on transgender result of the state yes exactly exactly so um i wish they would speak not from a script but from the heart it's uh it ends up being pretty hard to listen and hard to connect, but uh, I'm not criticizing them. It just would be, it would just be more energy if they weren't reading. But anyway, what can you do? So I think I'm going to call it for now. I don't have a tripod with me. I just did this spontaneously. So my, uh, my hand is just kind of getting held up, but uh, lots of love to you guys. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Positive vibes to you as well. See you soon. Bye. Beth Martin signing out.